What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Coffee and cream on Hail Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Renaissance punch out, but it's not going to come down. And it's going to really well. Both of us taking it up the gears. Nice. Oh! Switched his pivot foot. Whoa! Put back hammer. Kaluma's now over 20 points. Saunders, good shot fake. Good pass. Good rejection by King. Numbers. Can they take advantage? King all alone. Buckle up. 10-0 run for the Jays. Oh, almost another turnover. It is. Don't need a three in this possession. Get downhill. One timeout left. Greasel looking for help. Tommy Naga. Tie game. Nine seconds to go. Smith has it. Initiates the offense. Braden Smith on the take. Corner three layer. No good. Overtime in Lincoln. This team. I talked a lot about them, just how I think our fan base can rally behind them. I can't thank our fans enough for the atmosphere that they had in that building today. And, you know, it's, uh, it's an easy team to rally behind and get behind because of how hard they play every time they step on the floor. Monday morning here on Hale Varsity Radio. Coffee and cream in the morning. Alongside Damon Benning. What? Looks like we just had a little episode of the Twilight Zone. Man. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird, right? Where you, you come in on a Monday morning and like this, the studio, the set looks a little different. Apparently, there's a party, and so they're, you know, we don't fix cameras, we don't worry about <laughs> equipment. We just it's just a free for all. Hey, man. I'll tell you what, it sounds people, like people we just are in do 50 whatever. mile an hour winds right now. People is that what it sounds like for you through your headset, or is that just me? Well, that's just you. It's just me? Yeah. I'm telling you, it sounds like you're blowing into my into uh, my mic right now. I don't there's a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance that will never happen. Oh, is there yeah. is there? Yeah. So you're leaving the, the yeah. door open though for that I mean, zero one or zero zero. Maybe 0, I'm strong armed at gunpoint, people are threatening my kids <laughs> if otherwise, but yeah, probably not happening. Uh, we are with you this Monday morning after a great day of sports on Saturday. May not have been the outcomes you've been looking for or you were looking for, but Saturday night ended in a bang over at CHI. Six rounds and a TKO for your guy, Bud Crawford. This ain't nothing but another Bud TKO. Yeah, that was, uh, it was fantastic, man. I. I have such an appreciation for him, and I'm listen. I full disclosure, I'm biased, <laughs> right? Like that, 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 that's my guy, and uh, and but he's just so good, and I think because he's the city's, the state of Nebraska's, I don't think we appreciate him in terms of what he's doing on the world scale. Just one of a handful of guys with as many division titles as he has. He has 
grown since 130. Uh, he has become the best pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world. And he's literally from right down the street. Put up to the gym on Thursday. Uh, trucks in there. Not not a not a consummate parking job. I won't say what time it was just because sometimes he likes to have a little privacy. <laughs> trucks parked in there diagonal. It's safe to say he grew up in Omaha. Yeah, it's his car is parked uh, diagonal. Wait, wait. What do you have against <laughs> Omaha drivers, man? Oh, man. Omaha drivers. Oh, Where do go. I begin? Here we go. No, I'm with you on that one, though. But I just such a tech tactician and you know there was little rust early um i thought da did a pretty good job of kind of staying in his chest but just didn't give bud enough angles right i just don't it's an angel adage this isn't i'm not pulling a mick here from rocky uh you know or the great late late great emmanuel stewart you just can't follow a puncher and you know da kept staying in the pocket and he was square following Bud, and you, at some point, that was just going to be a recipe for disaster, and I really liked his patience, but Terrence is never... That's a great way to put it. He's never in a hurry, um, but he's very deliberate, too, and he just kept going to work uh, at the body, and he's the master of throwing, like, four, five, six-inch punches. They don't look like much because they're not long and loopy. They're short and crisp, and... Uh, and and he got an impressive knockout. I love how quickly he can adjust on the fly yeah, that's too. That that's one of his biggest strengths. I mean, just the ability to adjust his playbook to his opponent, and that's something that is not normally credited in in, in matches like this, and and even in sports, right? You know, you, you talk about just somebody that can just change on the fly. His ability to switch stances, he went from the unorthodox position to that southpaw stance, and then that's where he really got those body blows in. Mm -hmm. And he just started working him. Started working Evan Eason all the way through. And then he finally just started tiring him out, little by little. And then once he settled into the fight, those body blows, I think, were taking his life. Yes, well, and... <laughs> right, it's like... <gasps> And once he settled into the fight, you could tell the crowd was getting into it more and he was feeding mm -hmm. off of the energy. At least that's what I, I could gauge from my TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I, 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 think it's, I think it's absolutely one of those deals where just baby steps slowly but surely just kept whining and wearing. And he's so explosive. Like, you guys have a very similar – what do you weigh, 160? I'm basically Bud Crawford is what you're telling me. He so he walks around. He could walk around anywhere from, you know, 64 to 74, 75. Um but doesn't ever really like to to cut cut. So as a 147 pounder, he can stay closer to the 160 range and be just fine, but he is so explosive for a guy that size cuz he has long arms and he uses them like levers his his ability to sit down on punches with leverage is nothing short of fantastic but you guys do have a very similar frame long arms i may not be as quick well, yeah there's a good chance that's <laughs> a, there's a good chance you're probably right about that there, there's an absolutely a 100 percent chance you're good about, you're i put right about on that. that tool that you that you strap to your head and you know how the ball kind of hangs from it and you're like supposed to like yeah. punch the ball i 
probably got smacked in the face. So somebody left that in time. here the other day. Uh-huh. And yeah. Like, have you ever done that? And I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't want to really embarrass myself. Well, and you know, you're supposed to start slow. And I guess the idea is to punch toward the ground. Yeah. I, my, ref- like, my reflexes aren't like great down. to begin with. Yep, exactly. I can do the, what, what is the? Speed bag. The speed bag. Yeah. yeah, I can do that. But this this little toy, I got hit in the face one too many times. Uh, and if I did that... If you put me in the ring with Bud Crawford, I'd get hit in the face one time. You know what? You know stay down. You know what's really underappreciated about him, and not everybody's like this. Um, and just ask probably seventy percent of the boxers out there. Bud was Terrence was blessed with good genetics and genes where his face. Oh no wonder you said we relate to one another. His face doesn't show damage. He just has one of. He just has that it. He drank from the fountain of youth, and every time he gets hit. I'm serious. It's like some guys, (laughs) you breathe on them, and they balloon up, right? It's like you touch them, and their skin mouses up, or you know, you got to kill the inswell. He's just one of those guys that doesn't show a ton of wear and tear, and it's a a total God gift. It's like it's nothing you can really – for every Paul Paulie Malignaggi or – uh, who's who's a puffer? Um, you know, there, there, there's a lot of the Antonio Margarito. Uh, some of these guys where you just breathe on them and it's like whoosh, they swell. He's just not one of those guys. And uh, save your don't crack jokes, okay? Because I know that was on the <laughs> I know that was on your lips. But he just I was gonna let you finish. He just uh, it, this doesn't show any wear and tear. I mean, after the fight, he's not even breathing heavy. But his fitness, though, is top-notch. Like Reminds me a little bit of Mayweather. Yeah. Somebody that, yeah. like, desires to go the distance. That's yeah. what he trains for. And that's what I wanted to ask you was, did you expect a TKO? No. So, like, right before the fight, my man Denny was uh, at the arena with uh, my guy Mike Matlock and his son and he like sent me this picture and he was asking me my predictions and so I put it out on Twitter. I said it will be a sixth round knockout. Maybe stop it. It's, no, no it's, way. It's in Twitter. It's. I said, I'm not going to fact check you. I, it I was. You. I said this will. It will be a sixth round knockout unless he's saved by the bell and in that case, early seventh. That dead dog series. Did you lay any money? No. <laughs> oh, I should have. Not on your guy? Could you? I don't know. Like, do you have to be, like, in? I didn't look at, like, FanDuel, and I wasn't in Iowa, so I didn't. But do you have to, like, you can get exact, right, for stoppages, I'm sure. In fights, you can. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do it in UFC all the time. Yeah. Which, by the way, Patty was. Patty Daddy made me, mis- made me some money this was, weekend, too. Was, it seemed like it was dwarfed, but maybe that was in just what I like, because, Teofimo Lopez was fighting earlier that night, and you had Crawford later. It seemed like Patty the Batty was a little overrated, even though he is a bad boy. <laughs> he is not right upstairs. But anytime you fight like that in the <laughs> UFC. I, I mean, you start with his haircut. <laughs> Man. Oh, and, see, that's the guy that you walk up to it and you say something slick, and then about four seconds later after you. You wake up in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, you're like. <laughs> You see, what had happened was... You yeah. thought I was tough, this jump will kill you. I could have sworn, exactly. sworn I made fun of this yeah, math uh, kid. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, it, you, all of a sudden you got sleepy. What happened? 
Speaking of sleepy, too, that was D.A., too. Yeah. Just oh. in a lullaby. So I think his body hurt. So it's just really It's like weird. a cartoon. You could see all of the toys spinning above his head. I always I, I tell people that, you know, sometimes they'll say, oh, I want to go to the gym with you or whatever. And I was like, eh. I mean, maybe. But I'm just telling you, the things that hit you in the head, they may, like, they may do more long-term damage, but it doesn't hurt more. Body shots hurt and and they shut you down like you just feel like things have left your body i i'd much rather i this sounds crazy i'd much rather get hit in the face than either the ribs the kidney or the gut heaven forbid heaven forbid the liver right like those shots that he was hitting da with in the body i like with each one of them, I could just be like, "Yep, quarter of a soul, eighth of a soul." <laughs> There's half his soul. Like, he was literally snatching. Well, then it all it takes is one hit to the head for you. Yeah, and to it was just, just and it was short. Just bang, bang, and it was just like, I didn't even see it because if his back was to you, I mean, you're literally only talking about six inches, and he can turn it over with both hands. So it's just like, he hit my guy with a triple uppercut, which. You may never – I won't say you won't see it again. <laughs> you just you just don't see stuff like that. He's so skilled. Um, it's it's unbelievable. I thought you were going to say I can't count that high. Well, you can get to three, right? I, 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 tell, our, I tell our little guys that I coach because we run the same defense. I won't say the same. A similar defense for – Mike you run the three three five for Micah's little team as we do for Westside. Some some variations and you know people that we play against like the way that we play defense and they think it's complicated. I'm like it's not complicated. I'm like if you can count to four, you can play in our defense. And, and I I tell the kids that so it kind of empowers them. One. Yep. If you can count two. a fourth, if and if somehow you get a fourth receiver to your side. Doesn't happen often. I mean, the Matt Hoskinsons, the Junior Storms of the world, may get you with a fourth receiver, but it almost never happens. If you can count to four, you can play an RD. Earlier on that afternoon, I was out, and of course, it's that time of year, Christmas shopping. Oh man, you're a better man than me. And I was, <laughs> I was out with my lady. Significantly better man than me. At the mall. Triply better man. Than <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> and. For one, you, we started with Omaha drivers. Holy cow, is it a madhouse. It's, it's busy, when, man. And it's, and the, and I never it, thought the mall would be as busy as it is With online today, shopping? With online shopping. Because, you know, people are talking about how malls are a dying industry, and, you know, there's a bunch of stores that are closed. And I'm sure it was much busier 20 years ago. Someplace else. And <laughs> No big deal. I was driving right down, right down the, uh, the stretch of road. My posse's on um, In the parking lot. And there were at least three cars parked over the line. Mm. And so it was kind of driving me crazy. But I was inside the mall just doing some shopping, and I had the Nebraska game pulled up on my phone, and I was walking around with that, um, which, you know, was kind of a give-and-take thing, right? Yeah. She was happy I was there. I was happy I was watching the game. I was right dab smack in front of my television. I'm a little more jealous. <laughs> uh, loving every minute of it. And I, I don't typically uh, – like, I'm not a – Basketball happens so fast, and it's too stressful um, to hit send real time. But I don't typically live tweet basketball, even though I feel like – I mean, I don't know everything, but I feel like I have a decent 
command of, of what's going on. But there were a couple of sequences in that Nebraska game where I just kind of – I almost wanted to stand up in my living room, and there's no one home except – You and the dogs. I think I maybe had one of the kiddos there. But anyway, it's pretty much an empty empty house, right? I almost wanted to stand up and cheer. There were a couple of defensive series where Nebraska was trying to get back into the game. And it was dumped down to Edie, and, you know, they kind of – they pawed at him from the weak side. He got rid of the double. He wanted to skip it. Then there was a sweet scramble by Bandamel. And they did one more. And, and you know, Wiltshire closes out. And then all of a sudden the ball's on the ground, and Greasel gets down and gets it. It's a tie-up. It's Nebraska ball. And I'm just thinking – that mm-hmm. series, the hustle right, play, I remember that right at the it top was, of the perimeter. It was, it was unbelievable, and, and the way that they were hut. And I know Purdue, and people are probably like, "Edie, man, get it out of the double." He made the right skip. L- lawyer had another one. He had to skip it again. Then they closed out on the three. Then they panic with the ball handling, and I'm like, "You got to put that on a." That's like flip a Mansky, right? In terms of basketball, where you got to. You got to get that out on cutups. They played so hard. Nebraska. Oh man, their game plan—that was a top was, offensive team they played against. Their game plan was executed to the fullest, and it was something that we kind of had an inkling would happen because they were they were doing such a good job lately of double teaming mm-hmm. and taking away the and paint. where it comes from. Sometimes it's from sometimes it's from the weak side, sometimes it's from, you know, almost the baseline. Like you just sometimes when they're playing with those bigs and through the post, you don't know where the double's coming from. And Zach Eady looked more like the big friendly giant out there. Not the although, although when he had eight man. and eight at the half, you're thinking, oh here he goes again. Right. Zach who but you know that's Zach Eady. The Aggressive big man we're used to seeing. The guy that single-handedly out-rebounded yeah. the Golden Gophers yeah. the game before. He was he was kind of a, a non-factor in this yeah, game, in a way. Uh, now, that being said, because he's seven foot four, I mean, can you imagine having seven blocks in a game? Because that's what Zach Eady had. Yeah, and you got to go at him. He's going to get those. Um, but, man, you, you kind of have to give some credit to Nebraska's basketball coaching staff, especially since Coach Hoiberg has had to turn so much of his staff over. And, you know, with Adam Howard and, and Nate, and it's just like, can they be mucky? Can they be defensive? And that's a good defensive basketball team, especially concepts-wise. Like, they need to get a ton of credit in terms of their scout, man. They're like – they're ready to go. I was going to say Purdue did not impress me in this game. That's, but the top, that's go, one of the top offenses in the country. I would go one step further and say it's because Nebraska really impressed uh, me. Uh, absolutely. And when you're down 10 at half to the number four team in the nation, which got to 13, I think, at one point in the second half, it's hard to rally against a team of Purdue's caliber. And, and credit to this group for finding a way for forcing overtime, but they, they had so many chances to get that lead with under a minute to go, that first lead. I think they had, what, like four offensive possessions at one point yeah. under the minute mark, and it was just no shot could end up falling. But how about your favorite Husker, man? Kisei Tomonaga. Oh, Kisei. That's your guy. Well. He went off for 19. So he's, we know this, though, right? Like, 
he, for some reason, he's super polarizing. Like, oh, he can't play. And then I was like, oh, yeah, he can play. I was, I was looking at some of these these threads online about Tomonaga. And I'm like, you guys got to understand something. What you're debating is exactly who he is. He is streaky. When he's going, he's capable of two of the last three games that we've seen him had. When he's not... He's on the other side of the argument <laughs> where people tell you that he shouldn't be playing. So it's I'll like talk, I'll, I'll tell you this though. I don't. You know, th- I don't. Uh, you know, the hand wringing and the consternation. Uh, he's a, he's exactly why I think people debate him when he's showboating. And I know you're not a very big showboater, like somebody that gets. My man did sprint down to the other he, end of the court. He yeah, was like, he you was know like, what? He, he overreacts like maybe a little bit after a three, which he's, is great. I love it. DB, he, not so much. He's having fun. But I'll tell you, man, it's because he shoots with so much confidence. Uh, it, it, it kind of, it's contagious off of his personality. Uh, and when he gets on the floor, he's not afraid to chuck a ball up in, in the hands of, of one or two Boilermakers in front of him. Now, a lot of times you're off balance when you do that because you're you're moving a million miles an hour, and if you're falling to the right and you're not squaring yourself up, more often than not, you're not going to adjust mid-air to have the ball travel at the trage- trajectory that you want it to go. Yeah. But he did find a way to do that in this game, and... When Nebraska needed somebody to step up, it was him. How it was the how, guy off the bench that did it. How about how they ran the little set piece for the mid-range jump shot coming off the little curl screen, and he ended up getting fouled. And it was funny to hear Bardo. He's like, I probably wouldn't have ran that play for Kisei. You know, but I just was like and, – and it's hard because you're like you're, you're watching Nebraska play, and it's like at what point – did you think that if they could have just gotten the lead, was it 69-68, was it, was it in over? But you just felt like, okay, if they could just get the lead, especially when they, they got it to overtime. But, man, I, I'm not an officiating guy, but wouldn't you have liked to have seen? <laughs> and I, I almost took it back on Twitter because I don't, like I said, I'm not an officiating guy, but I yep. was like, wow, he lost that ball before I, they I know exactly where you're headed. And that's a loose ball turnover. Like, we're going the other way. Something good may happen. Do you know what I mean? They were just whistle happy. <sighs> As a former official, I know how much pressure is on your shoulders in that moment from a team that is in the top five against an unranked opponent. Now, if this game was... At Purdue, I think that call gets made nine times out of ten. When this game's in Lincoln, it's one out of ten. And it just happened to get called here. Now, I will say, though, um, I can't speak enough at how well the atmosphere was in Lincoln for this game. I mean, we talk a lot about how Piscataway is a tough, hard place to play in. This game seemed a little bit like the same. Mm. The crowd was engaged from the start. And good on Nebraska to keep the game close right out of the gate. I know it it separated to double digits by halftime, but because of their energy, Nebraska never left this game. Sam Griesel, obviously a little bit rusty coming back from his illness. he, He left it out there, didn't he? He... You could tell he was laboring just from a like endurance standpoint. Man, he plays hard. He just never really got comfortable in his game. No, 
Oh. We only saw him do his back in the defender, maybe a little hook in the paint one or two times. Hey, that times. was key, key basket, though. I just don't think he had the juice, man, but I'm glad he was out there. I mean, uh, well, again, uh, I'm a big Sam fan, so there We'll you continue go. with some games from the weekend. We'll kick it off once again at the 730 mark with Creighton. But our poll question of the day, what upset you this weekend, DB? You led to it. Was it Nebraska men's basketball officiating? Was it Creighton men's basketball and soccer losses? Your favorite NFL team or all of the above? Vote on Twitter. We'll get into more next.